0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
1: First, let's begin the Sour Z news with Johnny Depp this morning.
2: Johnny Depp, his libel suit kicked off yesterday, and he took the witness stand right away. Johnny is suing a British tabloid for saying that he abused his ex-wife Amber Heard. So he admitted that he started doing drugs at around 11 years old. He said his mother used to ask him to get her nerve pills for her. And eventually he started sneaking them for himself. He said it was not a particularly stable or secure or safe home life, but he added that his well-documented issues with drugs and alcohol never made him, quote, undertake violence against anyone. He also revealed that he gave his daughter, Lily Rose, marijuana when she was 13 years old, but he said he was just being a good dad, quote, I knew that the marijuana I had myself that I smoked myself is trustworthy, is a good quality. I was determined not to have her try any drugs out there in the world because it's too dangerous. I was being a responsible parent. Mm. Johnny also accused Amber of being the physical abuser in the relationship and said that the last straw was when she or somebody else left a number two on their bed. Ew. It happened after Amber's 30th birthday party in May of 2016. Johnny wasn't there because they were already on the outs, but the next morning... Someone left the surprise on their shared bed, and first Amber blamed their dogs, then she said it was a harmless prank. Johnny pointed out that the dogs are little Yorkshire Terriers and wouldn't have been able to get up on the bed themselves. Also, the surprise that was left behind was too big. Oh, wow.
3: That is gross. Who does that? Mm.
2: Johnny's lawyer also accused Amber of having affairs with both Elon Musk and James Franco. Mm. So it looks like, I mean, that's just day one of God, this trial day one of this so, thing yeah, oh yeah yeah i think we're gonna there's a book here somebody can write a book on this one i think oh wow I think you got enough chapters yeah so boy he is really going all the way with this huh kind of sounds like it you know yeah i mean it, there comes a point where you can be accused of doing a lot of things and i guess the breaking point for johnny depp was hey you know, I'm, I'm going to dig my heels in here. I may I'm be gonna, a lot of things. But I'm not a wife beater, yeah. you know? Right. I'll admit to a lot of stuff because I did not do that.
1: Hmm. Okay, we'll continue to follow that. Meanwhile, this morning in other E! News, Will Farrell just scored his first hit song. I'm going to guess the pronunciation here. Husevic Is this from that Eurovision
0: movie? Yeah. I keep hearing more and more people saying, that is the funniest thing I've seen in a long
1: time. From his new Netflix movie, Eurovision Song Contest, the story (laughs) of Fire Saga. It just debuted at number 16 on the Billboard Digital Song Sales (laughs) Chart with 8,000 downloads here in the U.S. In the movie, Will and his co-star, Rachel McAdams, sing the song. But in real life, most of the female vocals come from a Swedish singer named Molly Sandon, who calls herself My Marianne. Well, Rachel's vocals are mixed in, but apparently not enough to give her credit on the song.
2: I'm guessing it's in a very memorable scene that once you've seen the movie and then hear the song later, you laugh again. Oh, yeah. How's that like grass looking in your yard? It's rough. It's rough. You see, I got the early batch of sod this season, so mine is a little bit, uh, Brown? it's struggling a little bit more than oh. you know than the sod that people are getting these days.
1: Are you watering or it, it was, like you're supposed to? I'm
2: watering it like a mother, let me tell you. <laughs> All right. Um, let me show you my water bill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Keep at it. What else we got this morning? What else is happening well, in the world of pop culture and E! News
2: We've got some bigwigs trying to cancel cancel culture. J.K. Rowling thinks it's time that we do that. She cancel is, cancel culture. Yes, and I would take
1: all the fun out of
2: it. She's probably uh, you know, spearheading this because she is in the process of being canceled herself. She's taking oh. a lot. She's taken a lot of heat for some comments that she made recently about trans people, and now. She signed on to a letter in Harper's Magazine calling for an end to cancel culture. She is joined by more than 100 other writers and scholars, including Noam Chomsky, Salman Rushdie, Margaret Atwood, Winton Marsalis, and Gloria Steinem. Matt Lauer? Some, there's some no Matt Lauer, although uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he joins in at some point. Hmm. The letter warns of, quote, a new set of moral attitudes and political commitments
3: that tend to weaken our norms of openness.
2: That's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. Debate and toleration of differences in favor of ideological conformity. Whoa. Man, that's a lot, of, a big
1: lot words. of big words right there, Jen.
2: Right. Then it adds. The restriction of debate, whether by a repressive government or an intolerant society, invariably hurts those who lack power and makes everyone less capable of democratic participation. She's got a point. We need to preserve the possibility of good faith disagreement without dire professional consequences. If We won't defend the very thing on which our work depends. We shouldn't expect the public or the state to defend it for us. All right. Something to contemplate and think about.
1: Uh, Also, this morning bad behavior has always kind of been the gasoline that runs the reality TV engine, right?
3: Oh yeah, you always have to have the total Ds in the room. Like that's how I that's just how it works.
0: Yeah, man. I there's
1: mean, there's always
3: like one Alabama sweetheart that everybody falls
0: in love with. Someone's got to stir the pot. Yeah. Right. There
1: simply was no incentive for reality TV stars to act like decent human beings or at least there there wasn't uh, because they are what brought the, the drama, the entertainment. hmm Well, as you know, the year 2020 has been, you know, the most whack year of our lifetime. Because now, TV networks are supposedly giving their reality stars bonuses for good behavior. That's what it's come to.
2: Dude, we're going to pay you to be nice because you just aren't that way natural.
1: Right. Because we, <laughs> because you're not that way naturally, and we don't want you to be canceled because you're bringing us such great ratings. You're making us too See, much here's, money.
2: Here's an example of cancel culture. I mean, these reality show people are being fired for being themselves on a reality show and showing themselves for who they are and giving us an opportunity to have a discussion.
1: Yeah. Well, they're talking as in, like, you know, when we talk about the bad behavior, it's not about stirring the pot necessarily on the show. It's things like using racial slurs on social media.
3: But that's how they stir the pot on the show.
1: Not getting into fights with castmates, that kind of stuff. So it's not exactly a high bar. And, uh, you know, it, it does generate discussions, for sure. Uh, they just don't get to keep their job in the process, usually. Or at least that's how it seems to have worked out. Some networks have even had to hire private investigators to comb through their reality stars, social media accounts for problematic posts.
2: Wouldn't you say that you've learned a lot about people in your life during everything that's happened here in the last few months? Oh yeah. And hasn't it been eye opening to, to see just how people are thinking when you, you, uh, you other know, other people it's, and it's, myself, it's, an, it's a way it's an awakening. I mean, we're realizing what, is really going on inside of people's minds that drive, that's driving their behavior.
1: Right. Uh, i give you an example. Bravo's Vanderpump Rules recently had to ditch four cast members over racist posts and behavior. You know, it's a lot of people from one show that, you know, you now feel like you got a cut for, you know, reasons that, I guess, ultimately, you know, cost your network money. So... They're trying to avoid those kinds of incidents where, you know, they make an investment in certain stars and then have to, you know, cut, cut them, them loose. Yeah. So the result seems to be bonuses for good behavior. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is, is there a way to stir, still stir the pot and not be a racist? I is mean, there a yeah. way to still create drama on the show without crossing that line where it's like, OK, you know what? We we hung in there with you. But now with that, we got to let you go.
3: I think they could just be mean, you know, just in general. Like sometimes they just make fun of each other. Do you know what I mean? And that could be mean spirited by calling the girl's name or antagonistic or, or, yeah, or, you know, just being a really bear. good
1: strategist on a competition show that we would see on shows like Survivor or Big Brother.
3: Yeah, but they always talk. That's how that's why it's so drama, though. it's like talking behind each other's backs is what gets it going most of the time. Or if they're totally crazy. But there's a line to these things.
0: That's if you buy that any of it is real.
3: Real, yeah. And if it's not, and this is what they're
0: making up, right? Yes, they're making this kind of crap up. Yeah, now we're talking and about who's show.
1: making it up is the show drafting the outline or oh, yeah. are or are these people, you know, they, they screen these people and they say, OK, look, you know, this guy's got a background. This guy's kind of a troublemaker. We can tell and they probably have a shrink in these interview sessions and they go over these applications and then they sit down and they talk to these people and they go. All right, that's someone we're going to put in. And and they just kind of let it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, they may not necessarily have it scripted out or even have a plan, but they kind of know just by common sense and the way these people behave that this is what will likely happen, and we're just going to... Like that match and yeah. let them go. They
3: steer it through. They, they do steer they it. They steer it through different activities or putting a lot of alcohol in a situation.
1: Yeah, flying with booze. That's exactly
3: what they do. They give them a lot of alcohol or they give them a beach house and they say, you can't have any contact with the outside world. You can't do this and you can't do that. And then they put something in the room just like. You know, and then we're going to take the two
1: people on the show that hate each other the most and put them on a on an assignment or a task yes. together. Where they have to be work on together. a team, right?
3: Yes, that's yeah. how it works.
1: Possibilities are endless.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of reality TV, Kourtney Kardashian is happy to be taking a step back from keeping up with the Kardashians. She did an interview for Vogue Arabia. Oh, oh, the I widely read vocabulary. Yeah, she said, "I have been filming the show nonstop for 14 years. I was feeling unfulfilled, and it became a toxic environment for me to continue to have. It occupies much of my a toxic life. Toxic environment. As a that's wife. your family
1: you're talking about. Yeah.
2: Well, but you see, that's they the are thing. toxic. They might be toxic, but when you add the cameras and you be, and you try to stir things up for the camera, yeah, there's your toxicity.
3: Yeah. Her and She's, Kim. Whey, yeah. whey, whey, whey.
2: She said, "I was feeling unfulfilled, and it became a toxic environment." Privacy is something I have come to value, and finding that balance of private moments with being on a reality show is hard. I'm following my happiness and putting my energy into that, which makes me happy. Oh, okay. we'll
0: see if she stays away from it. I had a thought yesterday. You know how Kanye has announced he's running for president? Yes. Yeah. He is married to Kim Kardashian. Right. Kim Kardashian's mother is the master puppet master of that whole. She's the sure. marionette. Yeah, she's the one like making sure everything's happening. Mm. If Kanye were to win, we would have Chris Jenner basically getting everything together. Yeah. Oh, she would probably pick the cabinet, wouldn't she? What, what I mean, though, is she <laughs> makes bleep happen. Like, maybe right. that would be cheaper of run, staff. Maybe she'll run his campaign. Well, I'm saying if he wins, maybe she'll, like, really get everything fine-tuned and running smoothly. Oh, in the country?
2: You yes. think she might be the one that runs the country? I'm not saying it's a
0: great idea. Oh. I'm saying...
2: It, it is where her happen. skill set
0: lies. That's what, she manipulates that whole family to do everything she wants. Maybe she could fix the economy. I, <laughs> she I, could. <laughs> I could see, to Tim's point, I could see her as
1: his campaign manager, and I mean, then if and then he were to win, her. I could see her as chief of staff. Yeah.
3: Hey, say what you want about that family, but they have two billionaires amongst those girls. They know how to make money. I mean, they oh, do no know doubt. how to make money. They yep. No doubt about that. Everything's going to be sponsored now, you know. Right.
1: This White House press conference is it's brought, brought to, to you by, by... <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. Ugh. Well, I have one more story. All right. Um, Billie Eilish. Have a
1: lot of stories today. There's
2: a lot of stuff. I know, Billie Eilish. <laughs> when she was 10 years old, she had Bieber fever. In a very big, bad way. Who didn't have Bieber feet? And it was so bad that just listening to Justin's music could send her into uncontrollable crying fits. Wow.
3: Oh, wow. She and I her- did see her talk about this with that guy in the car. She and her dad have a podcast
2: called Me and Dad Radio. And on a recent episode, she and her mom talked about this dark, dark time in her life.
0: I just happen to remember this one really well in the video and Billy talking to me about it, and being excited that it was coming out and just crying and crying and everyone knows the whole Billy. Justin Bieber thing but this song was a big part of it I would watch the music video for this song and just sob okay we have you know I just want to say that I, we did consider taking you to therapy for how incredibly you <laughs> did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were in so much pain oh, over Justin Bieber she was about Justin you guys had <laughs> conversations about taking me to <laughs> therapy <laughs> about my Bieber-ness <laughs> yeah. it was so intense no, I, I, it caused you so much pain <laughs> I know it did
2: that's funny. The song they're referring to the video was As Long As You Love Me back in 2012. Hmm. Don't know if you remember that big Bieber hit.
1: Uh, that was don't. it. Was that a big Bieber hit? <laughs> I
2: don't
1: know. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were the but big Justin funny. Bieber fan now, here on the show. I mean,
2: she I can remember. I do. I, I get it. I, I like Justin. Um, But I mean, I can remember just those feelings as an 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old girl just being so in love with an
3: artist yeah right where it, just, it would just so overwhelming
1: affect you you were a <gasps> deep feeling young woman i
3: was yeah well i think the fun thing is when you're that young you're like oh he's single i really got a chance i just have to meet that person you know i remember feeling that way about the fantasy world we can live in yeah. and actually believe that
2: there's possibility right yes
3: i mean it happened to megan markle it can happen to me i know right she's a princess or she was a princess.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pulling up this video. I'm trying to watch this video to see. It, there's like this big drama thing in the beginning of it.
3: Yeah. I don't want to. It's got Big Sean in it.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: The video made yes. her cry. Yes. Yeah. Well, you got. I mean, it might have everything. A bleach blonde hair he had at the time too. All
1: right, guys. Anything else? <laughs> no, <man. laughs> we watch an old video and <laughs> question. I hung lives. in there as long as I can. You're <laughs> <It's> losing
0: <laughs> me. All right, that's your latest
1: news.
0: (laughs) I need a break. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.